Thank you, Father. Beloved, I welcome you to April 18. Glory to God, still in the mood and spirit of Easter. Glory and honor and praise be to the Lord, the one who was once crowned with, with thorns, the one who had who once had the crown of thorns, now reigns in glory, the one who once bore the shame and guilt, now has the majesty, has the honor, has the royalty in heaven. Glory to God. Because of us, he died. But now he's risen. The story has changed. The trajectory has turned around. The tide is turned. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's risen for us. Yes, yes. He has forgiven us and he has made us a forgiving. Hallelujah. It's not about forgiving us. It's not the only core of Easter, forgiveness. Like we said yesterday, is not just about an activity, but an identity. What Jesus did on the cross was that he gave us the identity of forgiveness. So we are the forgiven. He didn't just forgive us once on the cross, but on that cross where he was hung, he forgave us every sin, the past, the present, and future. So it doesn't matter what you've done before, he has forgiven her. It doesn't matter what you do now, he has forgiven her. It doesn't matter what you will do in the future. So every act of forgiveness is standing on the bedrock of the forgiveness that happened at the cross. Glory to God. I want to read to you John 19. This is wonders of our number. Remind why Manuel, God bless you for being a part of this always. Hallelujah. Now the Bible says in John 19, glory to God. I want to read to you John 19 from verse 1. So then Pilate took Jesus and scorched him. Hallelujah. He scorched him. And the soldiers twisted a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe. It wasn't Jesus that put these things on himself. It was the soldiers were the enemies that put all this on him, everything that happened. Listen to this. The first thing he says, he said he took Jesus out. Everything that happened, happened outside. The pains and torture, the whips did not get to his inside. They were only on the flesh. Beloved, don't let whatever you are going through reflect on the inside. Your inner strength is what you need to move on. When you want to get a man, get the inner strength, get the inner resilience. And you have gotten him. Whatever it is the devil is doing to attack your inside, to attack your inner strength and energy. I decree this morning that it is undone. Yes. No longer will your spirit be tortured. Life may break our heart, but it doesn't have to break our spirit. I speak to you that your spirit is 
is is commended to God. Jesus said, I commend to you, I commend commit my spirit. I commend my spirit. I commit my spirit. Uh, because he knew that everything uh, that happened happened in his flesh. Uh, and he guarded his spirit jealously uh, because he knows that if you want to get a man totally uh, without recovery, you affect his spirit. Uh, I speak to you, whatever it is, the enemy is throwing at you, whatever arrow is throwing at your spirit. Uh, there's a turn around this morning and that arrow will not get your spirit. It is going back to the sender. Glory to God. Tons for a crown. Everything we needed to suffer for rulership had been taken care by Jesus. There's a pain behind every glory. There are tons for a crown. If you don't have the tons, you can't have the crown. The soldiers made a crown for Jesus. Your oppressors are agent for your coronation. Your oppressors are the ones that we first told you for royalty. So you need to recognize their making, recognize their roles in your making. Glory to God. Now the Bible says in verse 3 that they taunted Jesus. They made fun of him. Hello, king of the Jews, you are great. And at the same time, they slapped him with their hands. Greatness has supporting features. Listen to this. There are persecutions that greatness attracts. How do you handle oppositions and betrayers from those who called you great? Oh, Jesus. It's like a backstabbing, stabbing activity. It's like a backstab. Stab. Know that there's a double nature in men. It takes a process of regeneration to discard the old nature and, and embrace the new nature that is born after true righteousness and holiness according to Ephesians 4.24. So you need to rejoice. Rejoice when they persecute you because there are supporting features for greatness. There are things you need to go through for your greatness. So rejoice when men persecute you. Rejoice. The Bible says in verse 4, still reading John 19, Pilate went, then went again, behold, I'm bringing him out to you, that you may know that I find no fault in him. Listen to this, I am bringing him out to you. Pilate wanted them to have a clear perspective of Jesus' identity. He was a God-man with no fault, although they didn't know who he really was. On the cross, Jesus settled the issue of identity. The Easter message is about the unveiling of who we really are. Listen to this, there are forces that shot men in in this season god is bringing men out to the world that the world may know them that is why we say forgiveness is not an activity but an identity the emphasis at easter is isn't that we were forgiven but that we are the forgiven it's not a one-off thing so because it's a state not an event every repentance every apology to god is based on the forgiveness he had already done or released at the cross. Hallelujah. We stand on the finished work of Christ this morning. Listen to what they said to him in verse 5. Now, listen to this. He said that you may know that I find no fault in him. Whatever it is they've done to you, Easter has come to bring the message of justification. He has come to justify 
justify you are. He is the highest court. He has the highest court. He's the highest judge I've ever met. Whatever it is, the early judges have said to you to frustrate you. They have said to you to make you guilty. The thing about Easter, the essence of Easter is that he has come to take away the guilt. He has brought the hope, the message of justification. Glory to God. The Bible says in verse 5, Then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Ah, may you come out. Whatever it is you are going through, may you come out. Uh, out of that pain, out of that struggle. My uh, Jesus took our place that we may have access to our real core. Mercy, Kenley. Look at what Pilate said. He said, behold the man. It wasn't a righteous man that, that presented Jesus. Uh, it was still his enemy. Because Pilate was, in a way, an enemy. He was the judge, but because he looked at men's intent, uh, he looked at men's approval, he couldn't stand his ground. Uh, he couldn't put his feet to the ground and say that this is of a, a man that is innocent but I hope you know everything walk around together for good because if Pilate had released Jesus, the whole essence of Easter would have been frustrated. The whole essence of reconciliation would have been frustrated. But Pilate was in a way an enemy, was a judge, an earthly judge. He was the one that said, behold the man, whatever it is they've used to cover your glory, whatever it is they've used to cover the real you is coming forth in this Easter. Speak to you, behold the man, behold the woman. Men have seen you the way you really are. I speak a recovery of identity and Easter, a recovery of identity. No longer will men treat you like your past. No longer will men treat you like your present. Men will treat you like the ideal you, your future. And your future is closer than you think you are the man and the woman of the moment. Glory to God. Thank you for being a part of this. Is the wonders without number. My wife, Manuel. Thank you. If you're celebrating your wedding anniversary, birthday, you give birth to a new baby boy or girl, whatever it is you're celebrating, you brought in, bought a new land, you had a promotion at work, you changed your career path. Whatever it is, we are glad to be a part of your journey this Easter season. Once again, happy Easter. Christ is risen and everything in us is risen. Amen.